is here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. I've got a little bit of a sore throat, but that won't stop me. Hello, America. I'm Mark Levin. Our number, we do hope to get the callers in hour three. 877-381-3811. 877-381-3811. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm ashamed of myself. I owe you an apology. Really do. And I say it from the bottom of my heart. I've known for years that Dan Abrams, Dan Abrams, the ubiquitous, odd-looking fellow who's been an ABC legal analyst, who's now a host on something called One Nation, who has all kinds of investments and all kinds of media operations on cable, court TV, the, where he's the Jerry Springer of, of television, shows involving law and order, Dan Abrams, really can't decide who he is or what he is. He's in a constant state of transition between a legal analyst a journalist slash reporter, and a TV clown. But I've known for some time, and I think I've told you this, but I should have been more prudent. Dan Abrams has a family secret. No, not that one. Dan Abrams has a family secret. And it's this. Dan Abrams has failed to reveal on numerous of his platforms, and he has many, including, I believe, a Trump-hating, America-hating, Hamas-supporting platform called Mediaite. He has failed to reveal on a number of these platforms that his brother-in-law, brother-in-law, Greg Andres, who you've probably never heard of before, 
Greg Andres was assistant special counsel on Robert Mueller's team. Remember them investigating the Russia collusion hoax and President Trump leaking like sieves? Two years, millions of dollars later, interfering in the election. I don't remember Dan Abrams ever making a statement at Mediate or most of his platforms that that's his brother-in-law while he's a legal analyst as a news reporter. You know, news reporters, they have an obligation to be impartial and to be objective. They're not supposed to be opinion makers. So an actual news reporters and journalists conceal such relationships. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. So his brother-in-law, obviously married to his sister. Who's his sister? Ronnie Abrams. Who's Ronnie Abrams? She's a federal judge in New York. A federal judge in New York? Really? Appointed by Barack Obama. Another Democrat. Does he reveal that? Not to my knowledge. But that's not my focus. Greg Andres is my focus. Wouldn't you have wanted to know that this reporter, that this journalist, an ABC legal analyst, that his family member was prominently involved in trying to put Donald Trump in prison? Wouldn't that be relevant to know from a legal analyst and a journalist and a reporter? Now, obviously all the other analysts over at Mediaite and elsewhere, they're well aware of this. They must be. Maybe they're not. Wouldn't be surprised. I don't remember any of them writing anything about it either. pretty amazing which explains why that site which I call mediocreite which is very generous is obsessed and unhinged with smearing Donald Trump smearing his staff smearing his lawyers smearing his supporters smearing his rallies because they represent the views of Dan Abrams who pretends to be a journalist and a reporter and the site conceals the fact that his brother-in-law was a hatchet man among hatchet men and women serving as special counsel to the special counsel in the Mueller investigation. Seems fairly important, does it not? Of course, I'm not a journalist. I'm not a reporter. I don't pretend to be one. In any respect. But Danny is. This organization he founded, Media, they're supposed to be. And yet they concealed that from you. They didn't reveal it. In fact, all of Washington and all of New York... And the reporter world and the journalist world had to know this fact. Didn't they? 
and yet I can't find a single story criticizing him, not one, for failing to reveal this information. Certainly not a mediaite. Certainly not on all the Jerry Springer cable shows that he's producing. Certainly not as a legal analyst on ABC and wherever the hell else he appears, airport radar, sonograms, I don't know. How about One Nation? Have they revealed that? I don't believe so. Very troubling, don't you think? Don't you think, Mr. Producer? And so I want to apologize to the millions of you listening to this program. I want to apologize to the millions of you on all my platforms, which I give my unvarnished opinion about everything. For not revealing to you earlier what I had known about Dan Abrams and his family secret. But now you know. Now all his platforms know, they always knew, but they concealed it. Dan Abrams certainly didn't make it a priority to reveal it. Maybe he whispered it one day as a legal analyst. I don't know. But we've looked. We've looked far and wide. It may have been done, but we can't find it. We looked through the archives of media. We couldn't find it. We couldn't find it. Now the secret's out. Wow. What a revelation, don't you think? Incredible. So now everything that Dan Abrams has ever done on his own, has ever thought on his own, has ever said on his own, is now tainted by the fact that he didn't reveal that he had this brother-in-law married to his judge sister. Because it's obvious without question that that familiar relationship is what drove Dan Abrams' opinions, his legal analysis, his thoughts, his statements, his writing, everything. But for the fact, but for the fact that he had this relationship he kept concealed, Who is the real Dan Abrams? Since he's a front for his brother-in-law. Who is he? Who is he? I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Have you seen the headlines lately? Third highest deficit in history. Digital dollar sparks uncertainty. We're living in an unpredictable world, but gold is still gold. It's weathered many storms. My gold gives me peace of mind. It's tangible. And I'm a firm believer in owning gold. My favorite gold company? Augusta Precious Metals. Why? Let me tell you something. They're top of the top. If you have an IRA or a 401k and you want to diversify with physical gold, you can learn about the benefits of a gold IRA from Augusta Precious Metals. 
They're outstanding. Get a free guide to gold IRAs from Augusta Precious Metals today. Text LEVIN, L-E-V-I-N, to 68592. That's L-E-V-I-N to 68592. Again, LEVIN to 68592. Or visit AugustaPreciousMetals.com. Text data and message rates may apply. Performance varies. Consult your financial professionals before making investment decisions and get risk disclosures at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. Now, some of you might be saying to yourselves, you know, Mark, I'm with you most of the time, but I'm not sure I agree with you on this one. I'm not sure you should hold Dan Abrams accountable for what his brother-in-law does. I'm not sure you should project onto Dan Abrams the decisions, the careers of other people. And maybe, just maybe, Dan Abrams thinks for himself. Maybe, just maybe, his brother-in-law isn't some puppeteer or Svengali behind the scenes telling him what to do and what to say. Maybe, just maybe, Dan Abrams doesn't like Trump on his own. And it's wrong of you, Mark, to project onto Dan Abrams a familial connection Which is just that, a familial connection. I mean, after all, Greg Andres is an adult. He makes his own decisions. Dan Abrams is an adult. He makes his own decisions. So why should Dan Abrams have to, on his platforms, reveal who his brother-in-law is? When Dan Abrams reveals who he is through... 412 programs through commentaries through monologues so why is it relevant why why project onto him somebody else it's not like he's taking money from a special interest It's not like he has some kind of mission statement he has to follow. It's not like he doesn't have his own career. So, Mark, why are you trying to drag his family members into his own public career? I mean, after all, Mark, you don't really know who... Judge Ronnie Abrams is. You don't really know who Greg Andres is. So why do you make the assumption assumption that Dan Abrams, by the connection, is somehow influenced by it? Well, those are fair points. You know, it's interesting. Very rarely, and this is by intent, Do I drag somebody's children or family members into a discussion about that individual? Except, of course, Hunter Biden. But that's for a thousand reasons that make that an exception. 
But I don't go looking to figure out if somebody I disagree with, who their kids are, who they're associated with, what are they doing. I don't care if they have records. I don't care where they went to school. I don't care. If somebody has something to say, they put their name behind it, they put their brand behind it, they put their reputation behind it, that's good enough for me. And I might vehemently disagree with them. But I don't drag their kids into it. Here I can speak for myself. I can't speak for Dan Abrams, although he's welcome to call in any time. Adults are adults. They make the decisions they want to make about what kind of career they have, who they want to support, who they don't want to support. For me, when it comes to politicians, it's pretty simple to figure me out. Constitutional conservatism, those are the two words that I live by in my profession as a lawyer, as a radio host, and a TV host. Because to me, those are the watchwords of liberty, of an organized civil society, of a market economic system, of morality based on faith. And God, nobody is ever going to change my mind. Friend, foe, family member, nobody. And in 21 years of doing this, nobody has. We can disagree on how to get there. But I'm never going to be convinced otherwise. It's that simple. And so, like Dan Abrams doesn't willy-nilly bring up family members. Guess what? I, you know, I'm, taught him, I'm reporting about the special prosecutor, even though my brother-in-law is on there. Which, by the way, seems fairly relevant. No host, no journalist is going to do that. Nor should they. I'll be right back. Have you seen the headlines lately? Third highest deficit in history. Digital dollar sparks uncertainty. We're living in an unpredictable world, but gold is still gold. It's weathered many storms. My gold gives me peace of mind. It's tangible. And I'm a firm believer in owning gold. My favorite gold company? Augusta Precious Metals. Why? Let me tell you something. They're top of the top. If you have an IRA or a 401k... Do you want to diversify with physical gold? You can learn about the benefits of a gold IRA from Augusta Precious Metals. They're outstanding. Get a free guide to gold IRAs from Augusta Precious Metals today. Text LEVIN, L-E-V-I-N, to 68592. That's L-E-V-I-N, to 68592. Again, LEVIN, to 68592. Or visit AugustaPreciousMetals.com. Text data and message rates may apply. Performance varies. Consult your financial professionals before making investment decisions and get risk disclosures at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. The new American Revolution starts here. The Mark Levin Show. Call in at 877-381-3811. Welcome back, America. I've noticed something else. 
I notice a level of illiteracy that I've never really seen before, particularly by these so-called website reporters. A level of incoherence in their writing, where one sentence contradicts another, or one paragraph contradicts another, or the setup of the story is nonsensical. And the reason for this is the effort to cherry pick, the effort to compound, confound, I should say. So the effort to get to the conclusion by stirring up the facts and stirring up the information. And so what you'll find is that the worst of the illiterates who pose as journalists and reporters, you have to be a very sharp reader. And I see this more and more. I have in front of me the New York Slimes, Washington Compost, and so forth, but particularly on their surrogates in the internet media. Don't stop at the first or second paragraph. Read the whole thing and then scratch your head and ask yourself, I don't understand what they're saying. I don't understand what they're saying. The first sentence, the title, or the first paragraph contradicts the third paragraph. Contradicts it. Doesn't even make any sense. How many times have you gone through that, Mr. Producer? It's a lot. Because journalism school doesn't teach journalism anymore. That's why you have so many so-called journalists who push their radical agendas, whether it's the war on Trump, whether it's the war on citizenship, whether it's the war on faith, whether it's the war on capitalism. In other words, whether it's one aspect or another, the war on America. And that's why you have so many in the media who support Hamas or apply a moral equivalency. These are not journalists. They're not reporters. They're head cases. They're head cases. Now I want to move on. I want to tell you about the Biden administration and how evil and nefarious this administration is. And all those who are listening to my every word and every syllable tonight, listen very carefully and please post everything I say. I'm talking about the reprobates. The Biden administration, as I speak, is trying to topple the Netanyahu government behind the scenes. Because Biden learned from Obama. Obama, in my view, is and was an anti-Semite. And I think our buddy Alan Dershowitz has now figured that out with his, that is with Obama's statement the other day could have come right out of the mouth of a Hamas terrorist. It could have come right out of the mouth of an MSNBC reporter. It could have come right out of the mouth of a CNN reporter. The propaganda anymore and the moral equivalency, it's hard to tell the difference. It's hard to tell the difference. Certainly could have come off the pages of the New York Times, which is Thoroughly Jew-hating and Israel-hating as it gets. 
what Blinken is doing with Biden's consent, because Biden's incapable of doing it himself for obvious reasons. He made a call the other day to a senior cabinet official, really part of the top management of the Israeli government, which is a war government now, which has brought in some of the other parties. And Gantz is the leader of this blue and white party or whatever you want to call it. And so in order to get around Netanyahu and his prime minister, Blinken called Gantz. Because he believes in Gantz, who's a liberal, he'll have a better chance of imposing his will. I mean, Blinken thinks he's prime minister of Israel. Blinken thinks he's prime minister of Israel. Blinken thinks he's king of the world. As he moves the pieces around on a map about this country and that country and this leader and that movement and who we'll meet and who we won't meet. He's a very sick man. Very destructive man. And if we ever have to discuss this foreign policy, it has to be called the Biden-Blinken-Obama foreign policy. If we could ever define it. So he calls Gantz. I'm giving you all the inside information because I know these players and I see what's taking place. Just like the wiretap, according to the New York Times, that was their headline of Donald Trump. As I put the, the leaks to the media that they reported together and organized them as exhibits and then they attacked me for saying something they said wasn't true when I'm quoting the New York Times, the Washington Post, AP and Reuters. That's how sick these bastards are. Anyway. Because he wants Gantz to prevent the indigenous Jewish peoples of Judea and Samaria, or what the Israel-hating media call the settlers in the West Bank, from defending themselves. Now, of course, Blinken didn't put it that way. He said, you know, these settlers are killing too many Palestinians. Excuse me? Oh, yes, yes, the settlers are killing too many Palestinians. The peaceful Palestinians in Judea and Samaria have been rising up and committing terrorist acts. And you haven't been reading about it because they're not writing about it. You haven't been seeing it because they're not showing it in the American media. Israel's already fighting on three fronts. The southern front with Hamas. The northern front with Hezbollah. And on their eastern bank, Judea and Samaria, where the peaceful Palestinians under the Fatah party, but more and more under Hamas and Islamic Jihad, are attacking Israeli police officers, the IDF, and the indigenous peoples there. So what does Blinken do? He picks up the phone. He says, I can't get Bibi to understand what I need him to do. I can't get this right-wing MAGA-like government in Israel to do what I needed to do. I'll call the weak chain, the wink link in the chain. So among others, he calls Gantz. Undermining the Prime Minister of Israel and his war cabinet. That would be like Bibi Netanyahu deciding that he's going to call the Secretary of Defense, without letting the President or the Secretary of State or the Vice President and telling him what he needs 
the United States to do. That's number one. Number two, the Israeli government has been browbeaten and browbeaten and browbeaten to give fuel to Gaza. Despite all the overwhelming evidence, including from our, including from our intelligence agencies, that Hamas steals the fuel, Israel had to consent to it. Now, fuel will be going on a regular basis into Gaza, a.k.a. to Hamas. And the direct orders of Biden and Blinken. Perfectly, perfect another example. The Israeli press is heinous, absolutely heinous. Because the Israeli press, like in America, in the aggregate, is the mouthpiece for the most radical left-wing elements in Israel. Just like the American press is the mouthpiece for the most radical left-wing forces in the United States. They have the same kind of situation, except worse in Israel, believe it or not. And it is being funded by dark money organizations, front groups by Soros, as you know, who's been known to take down a government or two. Funded by Hamas, monies that go into groups like the Jewish Vote, whatever it's called, and other organizations. And of course, funded by Joe Biden and Blinken, with the hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars that go into these organizations, not just Hamas and the PLO, but also these non-governmental organizations. And the goal is to take out Netanyahu, to get somebody in there running the government, who will capitulate to every demand of this reckless, incompetent, Biden administration and their anti-Semitic Department of State. That's why Ehud Barak has been all over TV here and in Europe, a failed prime minister who wanted to give away 98% of Judea and Samaria and East East Jerusalem to the Palestinian organization, the PLO, headed by that time at Arafat. And if Arafat hadn't said no, they would have given Israel away. How can Israel possibly defend itself if it becomes the size of South Jersey? Right now it's the size of New Jersey. But let's say it becomes the size of South Jersey. Where do you draw the line? Atlantic City? Vineland, New Jersey? I mean, it's crazy. And Barack has been on all cable networks by buffoonish hosts. Networks News networks, he's been on uh, newspaper platforms, New York Times, Washington, all these. He has a dear friend in Thomas Friedman, who is a self-hating, how should I put this? Jew, self-hating Jew. Yes, there are those, believe it or not. And I'm not the first to identify them, but he is, for sure. And Tommy, if you want to come on the program, come on, baby. I'm more than happy to have a chat with you. I really am. I know you're used to people patting you on the head and telling you how brilliant you are. I'm telling you how stupid you are. 
So if you have any courage, come on the program. And I will pile up all of your magnificent columns, which I've gone through now, and I have a whole file on them, demonstrating what a lame brain you are, what a hypocrite you are, how wrong you've been throughout your entire useless career while they're handing out Pulitzer Prizes to you. And not just about Israel, about communist China. Oh, man, do you have a record. I wonder who his kids work for, Mr. Producer. Hmm. Maybe we need to look into that. Something's not right there. Can't be Tommy. It's got to be some puppeteer, I think. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Have you seen the headlines lately? Third highest deficit in history. Digital dollar sparks uncertainty. We're living in an unpredictable world, but gold is still gold. It's weathered many storms. My gold gives me peace of mind. It's tangible. And I'm a firm believer in owning gold. My favorite gold company? Augusta Precious Metals. Why? Let me tell you something. They're top of the top. If you have an IRA or a 401k and you want to diversify with physical gold, you can learn about the benefits of a gold IRA from Augusta Precious Metals. They're outstanding. Get a free guide to gold IRAs from Augusta Precious Metals today. Text LEVIN, L-E-V-I-N, to 68592. That's L-E-V-I-N to 68592. Again, LEVIN to 68592. Or visit AugustaPreciousMetals.com. Text date and message rates may apply. Performance varies. Consult your financial professionals before making investment decisions and get risk disclosures at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. But it's even worse. What Biden and Blinken are doing is much like a sleazy American political campaign. They're putting out press releases about how they support Israel in one paragraph and in the next paragraph, they're talking about Israel, effectively saying Israel needs to stop killing babies. And how do they do that? They need to provide food, medication, protection, fuel. In other words, they need to build... They need to build their own city within a city to protect the people none of the Arab countries want and to protect the people that their government, Hamas, is murdering. Now, this is coming from a Biden and Blinken who are actually responsible, not just indirectly, but directly for the death of many of these people they claim to be concerned about. Folks, when you're giving $100 billion to the Iranian Islamo-Nazi regime, and they're taking that money, almost 100% of what Hamas has, and giving it to them, when they are funding Hezbollah, when they're funding the PLO, and they're not the only ones, when the Biden administration is funding Iran, directly and indirectly, funding Hamas through UNRWA and all the other reprobates. How is it possible for Biden and Blinken to walk away without any accountability and responsibility of any kind? Israel is having to deal with the consequences of what Biden and Blinken are doing, among others. 
And so they put the pressure, they put the foot on Israel's throat while they're throwing money left and right, either directly or waivers or however, it doesn't matter to me, money's money. At the Islamo-Nazi regime that so far has attacked our soldiers 60 times and we've attacked four warehouses. We've got two of the most massive armadas with the Eisenhower and the Ford. Two fleets and a nuclear submarine. What the hell we're going to do with that? I don't know. Sitting there while these bastards are trying to kill American soldiers. And what do Blinken and Biden care about? Not our soldiers, not the Israeli soldiers. Not at all. Hell, they don't even care about our citizens on the southern border who are dying left and right from what's coming over the border. Blinken and Biden, these are two truly insane human beings. I'll be right back. This segment of the podcast is exclusively sponsored by Pure Talk. Pure Talk offers great coverage and can save your family money on your wireless bill every single month. Go to puretalk.com to find the plan that's right for you. Thank you again for listening, and thank you so much for this sponsorship, Pure Talk. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. You know, there's reasons. Let me put it this way. This administration's literally getting away with murder, whether it's on the southern border, whether it's in Ukraine, and now in the Middle East. And what am I talking about? What's going on on the southern border is a national historic disgrace happening to Americans and migrants. Which is why groups like Mediaite, Media Matters, don't send anybody down there to report on it. They'd rather you be left in the dark. Which is why every now and then the New York Times reports on it, but only every now and then. Washington Post barely acts like what's going on down there is going on down there. Most of our networks are blind to it. Oh, they'll do a show every couple of months. And really, the only network that covers it on a regular basis is Fox. What's going on in the southern border is an impeachable offense. It's a high crime. When a president of the United States refuses to comply with federal law, and in fact is purposely violating it, in order to wreak havoc on the nation in a way that changes the very substance, the very core of the nation, that is an impeachable offense. The president doesn't have the authority, doesn't have the power, whether the media like it or not. In Russia and Ukraine, not enough attention is given as people stand at sword edge against each other on this, including in the conservative movement of the Republican Party. But I think we can all agree, and I don't care if we do or not, but I think we can, that what Biden has been doing from the beginning, and Blinken, has been giving Ukraine, yes, money and weapons. And you can spend a lot of money on weapons. But he's giving the weapons too late. 
And he's not giving them the right weapons. Despite spending a lot of money. He will not allow the Ukrainians to win. So what, what does that mean? Ukrainians are dying by the thousands. Civilians and military. In many ways, it's almost like World War I. Because Biden and Blinken want to retain a balance in that part of the world. They want to bog down Russia. Fine. But what about the lives of the Ukrainians? They claim to care. But by their actions and their strategy, the White House doesn't give an S. Just like our border about American citizens. They never talk about American citizens dying on the southern border. They talk more about Palestinian citizens by a hundred than they talk about American citizens. And then the Middle East. Israel's winning, and they're winning fast. And their military is very, very competent, very, very strong. They hate Netanyahu. But Netanyahu is the one who's had to put together all these coalitions. And Netanyahu's winning. So they send the thugs from the left in Israel to try and destroy him again. The media in the left in Israel and in the United States trying to destroy him again. With help, in fact, at the request of the Biden administration. With their leaks. And now they're imposing on the Israelis as they're trying to win and get this over with. They're imposing conditions. And you better believe behind the scenes, there are shouting, there are threats, there's a blackmail going on. One day I bet that's going to be written about. And what are they making them do? Feed, medicate, and provide fuel to the enemy. But Mark, what about the innocent civilians? Let me read something to you. This comes from the United States government, the Biden administration. It comes from a part of the State Department called aid, U.S. aid. That is, and the inspector general issued a report. Actually, he issued a notice in red, a warning, which means immediate attention, immediate action. Let me read part of it to you, the relevant part. And I take this, it's online. But no reporter has even talked about this. No reporter has gotten up when the idiot spokes idiot for the idiot, talks about citizens and civilians and the Israelis must do more. Keep in mind, Joe Biden is funding the enemy. The enemy is funding Hamas. While at the same time, pressuring Israel to provide, quote unquote, a humanitarian pause and fuel and so forth to Gaza. Nobody thinks this makes sense. Responsibility to identify and report potential diversion of U.S. humanitarian aid to Hamas and other foreign terrorist organizations. That's the title of this 
of this alert that's sent out by the Inspector General of USAID, part of the State Department. Let me read it again. Responsibility to identify and report potential diversion of U.S. humanitarian aid to Hamas and other foreign terrorist organizations. And so Biden just gave them $100 million through the U.N. Biden just gave the Iranians another $10 billion, as well as the spigot wide open every week where they get in a, about a billion and a half from their oil revenue. 60 times now they've tried to kill American military personnel. And 60 times they were not met. Four times. Check that. Four warehouses were hit. So out of one hand, we're handing them tens of billions of dollars. And out of the other hand, we're telling them, stop attacking us or we'll hit a warehouse. And we have two massive flotillas sitting there doing nothing. Because he wants to show strength. It's all political. It's all about optics. It's all about creating a narrative. That's what they're doing. And a nuclear sub, for God's sake, sitting there. What's it going to do? Is it going to shoot nukes? Well, why is it sitting there? Because we want you to know Biden's doing everything possible. No, he's not. He's a fraud and a phony. And I don't care what anybody else has to say. Whether they're in Israel or the United States. I see it. Maybe I'll check with a relative, Mr. Producer, and see if I'm right or not. Maybe I'll check with Dan Abrams' brother-in-law. wonder what he thinks. So they write, on October 18, 2023, the United States announced that it is providing $100 million in humanitarian assistance for the Palestinian people in Gaza and the West Bank. And you know what? That's all the media reports. Beyond that... You know nothing. You know, they don't want you to hear anything. They don't want you to know the ugly truth about what's going on. Next paragraph. In bold print, the USAID Office of Inspector General has identified this area as high risk for potential diversion and misuse of U.S.-funded assistance. It is USAID's Office of Inspector General's investigative priority to ensure that that assistance does not fall into the hands of foreign terrorist organizations, including but not limited to Hamas. And then they have a box that's shaded like, oh, now this really, really, really better be read. Starts off this way. To report suspected diversion, fraud, and corruption or other serious misconduct, go to our hotline portal. You know what they're doing here, Mr. Go to the hotline portal. Who's supposed to go to the hotline portal? The overpaid fat asses at the State Department, they're going to go to the hotline portal? How the hell do they know what's going on in Gaza? In fact, since we don't have any presence in Gaza, how the hell do any individuals in our government know what the hell is going on in Gaza? USAID Office of Inspector General expects prompt reporting from UN agencies, non-governmental organizations, and contractors operating in Gaza and the West Bank of allegations of misuse of U.S. aid assistance, U.S. law for its protections from retaliation. <laughs> oh, jeez. It does? So the law says you can't shoot somebody between the eyes? That's good to know. 
sure Terrace will be very interested in hearing that. USAID OIG has identified deliberate interference and efforts. This is this is the Biden government talking to the Biden government. Has anybody told Blinken or the president? They don't care. It's the optics. They want the Arabs to see America is not really completely behind the Jews. No, 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 no. No, no, no. We're not completely behind the Jews. We say we support the Jews, but we want a two-state dissolution, the final solution. We talk about that. We talk about getting money and food and resources and, and fuel into Gaza. Well, it's going to go into Hamas. We don't care. We got to be able to tell, you know, we got to be able to tell Turkey and Iran and, of course, the PLO that we're really humanitarian. USAIDOIG has identified a deliberate interference and efforts to divert humanitarian assistance in regions where FTO activity is prevalent. That's foreign terrorist operations. This includes systemic coercion of aid workers by FTOs, imposition of taxes, duties, and fees on U.S. aid awardees and beneficiaries. Hamas, to let even anything through, is, taking, is, is putting some usury tax on it. Okay, you want, you want milk to get to those babies? Yes. Five bucks? Yes. Okay, we'll take three. We're funding Hamas. The FTO's influence over beneficiary selection and internally displaced person camp management. So they're telling us what Hamas is doing. They're stealing the stuff. They're threatening UN and other aid workers. They're imposing taxes, fees, and duties on anything that comes through that they decide to give to the citizens. And they will decide, and only they will decide who gets it. You won't hear this by this guy Hassan on MSNBC, who's a complete, never mind. You won't hear this on CNN. You won't read it in the New York Times. You won't hear it at the Compost. You won't see it in all these little irrelevant websites. No, you have to listen to me. Because, of course, I get all this from my family members, Mr. Producer, as you well know. As Dan Abrams does. In addition to other pre-award vetting measures, U.S. aid requires applicants for grants or cooperative agreements to certify that in the three years prior to the award, they have not knowingly engaged in transactions or provided material support or resources to entities sanctioned under U.S. counterterrorism regulations. Well, that's a good one. Don't give money to terrorists to give to terrorists. Wow. Can I read that bulletin again? OIG investigates and works with DOJ to prosecute cases in which U.S. aid grantees have made such false certifications. Wow. I'm sure the terrorists are very concerned about that. And then they, they provide two articles, two links. United States of America versus Norwegian People's Aid, whatever the hell that is, and United States of America versus American University of Beirut. Gee, I'm going to send my kids there. Oh, Yeah. I understand they have an outstanding agriculture program. They give two examples. Two. 
This is unbelievable. As you will hear on my Saturday and Sunday show, I ask you, what is the Biden foreign policy? They don't explain it. If it's so fantastic, go ahead, put some meat on the bones. Let us know what it is exactly. Obviously, it's appeasement, but it's worse than that. Their foreign policy, as I will say this weekend, as it will say to you, as I said the other day, is a policy of arson. Arson. They're arsonists. They're burning down and blowing up parts of the world. They're prior to them coming to office. We're not burning down and blowing up. And they destroy one part of the world after another, and now they're working on the Middle East. Look at Afghanistan. Ladies and gentlemen, we have hostages there. We have American citizens there. We have allies there. What's happened to these people? Do we get updates from anybody? Do you hear them screaming? Do you hear them begging? Do you hear them saying, what happened to my government? Who's going to rescue us? What kind of pressure did Biden put on the Taliban? Doesn't matter. They don't care. We have hostages. Hamas is holding hostages. A lot of them. And in my view, sadly, they're killing many of them too. They're brutalizing them and killing them. They're going to lay that on Netanyahu and the Israelis? When these dunderheads gave $6 billion to the Iranians, he put a price on every citizen's head, did Biden. From that point forward. Because all the terrorists, terrorist regimes, Marxist, fascist regimes, they now know the price. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. You want a killer Black Friday deal? I got one for you. Free Moto G 5G phone from Pure Talk. No gimmicks, no trade-in necessary. Just sign up for Pure Talk's unlimited talk, unlimited text, 15 gig data plan, just 35 bucks, and get the Moto G 5G phone free. But here's the deal. You need to move fast because these phones will be gone by the end of the month. So if your current phone is on life support, upgrade for free with Pure Talk. Enjoy two-day battery life, an exceptional quad pixel camera, and a whole lot more. Just go to puretalk.com slash Levin, L-E-V-I-N, to get this exclusive offer and to select the plan that's right for your family. Remember, Pure Talk gives you America's most dependable 5G network at half the price. So make the switch today. Go to puretalk.com slash Levin, that's slash L-E-V-I-N, to claim your free Moto G 5G phone with qualifying plan. Again, puretalk.com slash Levin, Pure Talk, simply smarter wireless. Here's what I was talking about earlier, the Times of Israel, which has become a left-wing rag, pretty much. Anti-Netanyahu. Pro-Israel Democrats slams Israel's Gaza operation, a potential sign of more to come. Listen to that headline. Senator John Ossoff, he is the Marxist from Georgia, the uh, trust fund baby, who's been 
a consensus-seeking voice on Israel within the Democratic Party. No, he isn't. Who's carefully avoided overly criticizing the Jewish state since entering Congress in 2021. Issued a blistering critique of the IDF's ongoing military operation against Hamas. What's the bottom line of this article? The bottom line is the Democrats are getting sick and tired of the Netanyahu government. They're getting sick and tired of what's going on in Gaza. That the Israelis are going to use, lose the support of the Democrat Party and ultimately the Biden administration. And the uh, Times of Israel is carrying the water. This is the, the sort of uh, under-the-radar campaign being uh, waged by the Biden administration and their surrogates in the media and the leftists in Israel and their surrogates in the media. Can you imagine being in the middle of the war and having to deal with this? I'll be right back. You want a killer Black Friday deal? I got one for you. Free Moto G 5G phone from Pure Talk. No gimmicks, no trading necessary. Just sign up for Pure Talk's unlimited talk, unlimited text, 15 gig data plan, just 35 bucks, and get the Moto G 5G phone free. But here's the deal. You need to move fast because these phones will be gone by the end of the month. So if your current phone is on life support, upgrade for free with Pure Talk. Enjoy two-day battery life, an exceptional quad pixel camera, and a whole lot more. Just go to puretalk.com slash Levin, L-E-V-I-N, to get this exclusive offer and to select the plan that's right for your family. Remember, Pure Talk gives you America's most dependable 5G network at half the price. So make the switch today. Go to puretalk.com slash Levin, that's slash L-E-V-I-N, to claim your free Moto G 5G phone with qualifying plan. Again, puretalk.com slash Levin, Pure Talk, simply smarter wireless. In a world of pathetic liberal potholes, he's a truck full of hot constitutional asphalt. Mark Levin. Call him now at 877-381-3811. Now, Joe Biden doesn't seem to give a damn about our border, about our safety. As a matter of fact, think about this. Let's take it a step further. He doesn't seem to give a damn about whether you eat or not, whether you have enough fuel for your home or for your automobile or whether you have a roof over your head. I mean, he has instituted policies that are impoverishing people who before his presidency were not in poverty and stressing budgets, people living off credit cards, and he's proud of himself. He keeps bragging about He's bragging about binomics. Now, whose fuel is he shipping into Gaza? This is a man that's at war with fossil fuels. This is a man who single-handedly has destroyed and is destroying our industrial heartland, which has to be built on what? Energy. Natural gas. Oil. And listen to this one. Coal. Ooh. And, of course, electricity, which needs all the others in order to exist. Why doesn't he tell the Gazans, you know what? We're going to start from scratch here in, in Gaza. Rather than give you fuel, we're going to give you uh, solar panels. What about that, Mr. Producer? 
we're going to give you solar panels and we're also going to build these massive propellers that we put in our ocean to kill our whales. We're going to give those to you, too. Now, it's going to take a little while. Don't get me wrong. And we're going to send the Environmental Protection Agency into Gaza to make sure whatever we build and whatever we do meets the United States regulatory standards. Oh, yeah. And while we're at it, anything that's built, you know, Joe Biden brags he's a union guy. Everybody who builds anything and does anything has to be a member of a public sector union over there. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Let's see how this all works. Oh, and no more trucks. Only electric vehicles. No more fuel-guzzling trucks. Diesel fuel out. We're going to turn Gaza into a paradise. Into a radical, Marxist, socialist paradise. What better place to start than there? It'll be a blank slate soon enough. Oh. One other thing. We are going to project and impose our view of law enforcement and punishment in Gaza. We'll have Soros judges and Soros prosecutors. Soros judges and Soros prosecutors. That way nobody serves time. In the front, out the back. We'll create the illusion of justice when in fact we are promoting injustice. And we certainly don't want an, an effective police force because we know how that gets out of hand with systemic racism or systemic Hamasism. Can't have a functioning police force. So my suggestion is, ladies and gentlemen, we take all the policies, the agenda, the actions, the ideology of Biden and his party and the media, and we put them to work. Don't rely on capitalism and fossil fuels. Don't rely on right to work. Don't rely on all these conservative things. Created, of course, by a white dominant and privileged society. Don't rely on that. Let's put Marxism to work. Let's put a green economy to work. Why am I the only one saying this? Where's Bernie Sanders? Where's Ayah? And all the other pukes. I mean, and all the other leftists. Why aren't they demanding that we use Gaza as a petri dish? If we're going to burn down the Middle East, let's at least rebuild Gaza in the way that the left wants to rebuild the United States or fundamentally transform it. I've told you this before and I've written about it. John Locke, his second treatise on government, which had such an impact on our revolution and on our Declaration of Independence. Oh, and by the way, as did Judeo-Christian values. Ooh, what did he say? That's right. They said, you know, John, his contemporaries said, this is all swell and good, all these beautiful things you're writing here. But it'll never happen. 
all this stuff about individual liberty, all this stuff about eternal truths, all this stuff about the rights of the individual, the rights to representation. Johnny, you're dreaming. Where can that happen? He pointed to the United States. At the time it was America, of course. Points to America, he says, America is a blank slate. It could happen there. But won't Gaza be a blank slate? Can't we take all the brilliant pearls of wisdom from Marx and Engels? From Lenin and Stalin? From Gromsky and Saul Linsky? And put them to work? Isn't that what Obama believes in? Isn't that what Biden has come to believe in? Isn't that what the Democrat Party and the media? Isn't that what they all believe in? Of course it is. We can do all these things. Ah, in the classrooms. Where they're taught to hate Jews. And promote slaughter. What do we do about these classrooms? Well, we can turn them into incubators of knowledge, too, like we're doing in our own country. First of all, we have to make sure that no Palestinian parent has any role in how their kid is raised. That'll go over very well, I think. Well, Mark, wouldn't that be a good thing? Hold on. Let me finish. Number two. We have to make sure that the people who are teaching the kids are radicals. Pushing critical race theory. Or in their case, critical Jew theory. Got to make sure they're taught anti-Semitism, which is in part what CRT is all about. We have to make sure they're taught to hate their bodies and to hate themselves. We have to make sure they're taught to hate anybody who's different than them, because of course they've been imposed upon. We have to breed violence and anger. And we have to make sure that the law enforcement authorities that we set up there, much like our own Department of Justice, uses its police state powers to impose the will of the regime on those who would dare to challenge it. So in other words, what I'm suggesting is we take the Marxist approach, the anti-capitalist approach, the anti-individual liberty approach, the anti-American approach, the Democrat Party approach, we export it to Gaza. And what will you have, America? The same damn thing you have right now, that's what you'd have. When you abandon these fundamental eternal truths, fundamental eternal principles, that of course I've learned from my children, When you abandon these things, what do you have? Tyranny. That's what you have. So here we have an article. The Jerusalem Post. Hamas could be planning terror attacks on American soil, says the FBI. Is the FBI in the business of issuing clarion calls? Or is it in the business of protecting us? I'm just curious. 
Hey, the FBI director said they could be here. Hey, the FBI director says there's all this fentanyl here. Hey, the FBI director says, uh, you know, who cares what the hell he says? What's he doing? Well, here. And this is in the Jerusalem Post. In testimony to the U.S. House of Representatives, officials from the U.S. Department of Homeland Security and the FBI warned about increased security threats following the Hamas terror attack on October 7th. So what are we doing about it? We going through the student visas to see if there are any individuals who hate America who are here? No, we're not. The Biden administration said that explicitly they're not going to do that. Really? Are we going to try and compare any of these students on the student visas here from other countries? We're going to get facial recognition. Can we at least pretend they're MAGA? MAGA? Then we'll know who they are. No, we're not doing that. Can we at least put a ban, maybe even temporary, on people coming into the country from those parts of the world? No, we're not doing that. Can we follow existing immigration law? Nope, can't do that. How about a fence? Nope. Can't do that. And so they warn us. They warn us about possible Hamas terrorist attacks. Now, what are you and I supposed to do about this? Are we all supposed to go to the border? Some of the legal weapons, some of the legal weapons, depending on who got what? What are we supposed to do? We're warning you right now. Okay, you're warning us. You're in charge. What are you doing? Nothing. Effective. Because you're screaming at the top of your lungs and you're warning us in advance because you don't want to take responsibility. You don't want to take responsibility. Biden's not going to take responsibility. Remember? Oil. Oh, that's Putin. Oh, civilians. Oh, that's Netanyahu. Oh, the border flies over. That's the Republicans. We need comprehensive, you know. It's never Biden. It's never Blinken. It's never any of these bastards. And yet they're the ones who are responsible for what's taking place, are they not? Certainly responsible for addressing it. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. You want a killer Black Friday deal? I got one for you. Free Moto G5G phone from Pure Talk. No gimmicks, no trading necessary. Just sign up for Pure Talk's unlimited talk, unlimited text, 15 gig data plan, just 35 bucks, and get the Moto G 5G phone free. But here's the deal. You need to move fast because these phones will be gone by the end of the month. So if your current phone is on life support, upgrade for free with Pure Talk. Enjoy two-day battery life, an exceptional quad pixel camera, and a whole lot more. Just go to puretalk.com slash Levin, L-E-V-I-N, to get this exclusive offer and to select the plan that's right for your family. Remember, Pure Talk gives you America's most dependable 5G network at half the price. So make the switch today. Go to puretalk.com slash Levin, that's slash L-E-V-I-N, to claim your free Moto G5G phone with qualifying plan. Again, puretalk.com slash Levin, Pure Talk, simply smarter wireless. Mr. Reduce, we've had a very full so far uh, program here. But I've only just begun, America. I want to get back to this because I cut myself off. Not like a moil. I cut myself off, you know, you know, like a host here. 
So we have Hamas, we have terror threats now. The director of the FBI and the person in charge of National Counterterrorism Center, they're warning us. So, Mr. Producer, what are you going to do different today than you did yesterday now that you've been warned? Nothing. Nothing. We're not even legally permitted to do anything. So I don't even understand. You're warning us. Why don't you warn each other and do something about it? In fact, why don't you go to the White House and tell the big dummy what's going on? Or go to the State Department and tell that big dummy what's going on. And go to the Treasury Department and tell that big dummy what's going on. We are funding terrorism. When you fund Iran or allow Iran to get tens of billions of dollars, you're funding terrorism. When you send $100 million to Gaza through UNRWA, the UN corrupt entity, that's anti-Semitic up to its eyeballs, you're funding Hamas. Now, you just heard what I read from the inspector general who said, hello, hello, everybody, hello, that $100 million, you better really watch. The heading's in red. Even if a box that's shaded in the bureaucracy, when you're shading boxes, oh, my God, everybody stops. They even stop their three-hour lunch break. They go, oh, my God, it's shaded. It's a shaded box with a red headline. We better pay attention. What's for dinner? Anyway, so, uh, so they're warning us. Okay, so my question is, what are you doing about it? Oh, we can't tell you. You know, it's ongoing. You know. well, then why is Biden funding the enemy? Well, you know, it's just whatever. We don't want to escalate. You know, we don't want to escalate. We don't want to expand. Two aircraft carriers. <laughs> and they're accompanying ships. And a nuclear sub there. Nobody's going to do anything to us here on the homeland. Nobody. I ask you why they're there. It's to show force. You cross the line. And what is the line? You've attacked us 60 times. You cross it. You cross it again. Okay, we cross it. Now what are you going to do? Don't, don't push me. He's such a paper tiger. And look at the damage that these people are doing. It's horrendous. I want to give the best advice I can to Israeli leadership, the people of Israel. Do everything you possibly can, everything, to ignore Biden. To ignore Biden. He doesn't speak for the United States. We don't even know what the hell he's saying to you. We read between the lines. We read the leaks. We read the, the newspaper articles. But we know how dangerous that is. Behind the scenes, we don't have any idea. There's no serious congressional oversight hearings to find out what the hell Biden and Blinken and the rest of them are doing. None. And in the Senate, of course, they don't want oversight hearings. Because the Praetorian Guard up there is trying to protect Biden Blinken. It was amazing to see this guy Chuck Schumer at the big rally the other day, davening, you know, how he did. You see how he does. Here's another one that says one thing in front of the camera and then stabs Israel in the back. I said it, and I mean it. Here's a guy that supported the Iran deal, gave a few marble mouth comments, voted against it, but behind the scenes... 
He's whipping up the Democrats to vote for it. What kind of people are these? I'll be right back. You know, living with pain is the worst. It's more than a feeling of discomfort. It can affect your whole life. I have friends who have terrible arthritis pain. And amazingly, they found relief with CryoFreeze Roll-On by Omax Health. Now, they introduced a version that's three times stronger. With no messy cream or horrible fragrances, this non-prescription icy cold relief roll-on is formulated to help block pain signals, help reduce mild inflammation, and improve joint flexibility. It is a powerful dose of 500 milligrams of organic CBD, and they feel relief within 10 minutes. Omax Health is offering my listeners 20% off their first bottle of CryoFreeze CBD Extra Strength Pain Relief Roll-On Plus Free Shipping. This product also applies towards any product site-wide. Just go to omaxhealth.com today and enter code LEVIN, L-E-V-I-N. That's O-M-A-X, health.com, enter code L-E-V-I-N. Get 20% off CryoFreeze and site-wide plus free shipping. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. It's the last hour. We call it the Power Hour. Our number is 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. We will be taking some calls in about 20 or 30 minutes. Uh, so if you're online, just hang in there. Well, the Republican establishment and the Democrat media and the rhino billionaires are now coalescing behind Nikki Haley. Please tell me, are there five things just off the top of your head without going on the Internet? Can you tell me that Nikki Haley did as governor? Can you tell me, Mr. Producer? How about three things? Should we know by now if they're so fantastic? Should she be campaigning on these things? Should the reprobates in the media be telling us over and over again with their headlines what a fantastic record she had as governor? Maybe now they'll look. It's a little late. But what does a Nikki Haley tell us? And Nikki Haley wants you to know she's, she's up for the fight. She's told us over and over again that she's a woman. Why does she have to tell us over and over again that she's a woman? Isn't that what the libs do, or at least used to do? Okay, got it. She's a woman. Perfect. But she's not Margaret Thatcher. Let's be honest. The problem is Nikki Haley's not a conservative. I've said it before and I'll say it again. She's George Bush in a dress. Obviously, what I mean by that is ideologically. This is why Karl Rove is getting behind her. This is why others who have horrific losing streaks are getting behind her. Billionaires getting behind her. There's a report out now, I think it was Axios, that said that uh, she was meeting with the No, no, there's a report on Axios that says that Mitt Romney's big money guy has now moved over to Nikki Haley's team. What? Oh, yeah. Mitt Romney's guy. 
And there's more. Remember this guy Fink at BlackRock? I wrote about him in The Democrat Party Hates America, and we've talked about him very often. BlackRock? Remember he was pushing ESG? That is, he was pushing hard this woke agenda and trying to impose it on all the other companies that he helps finance or invests in? A one-man wrecking machine, this guy, Fink. Well, guess who she met with a few days ago? Him. Well, why would she meet with him? Ron DeSantis. May I use his name, Mr. Producer? Is that okay? These are facts. Withdrew $2 billion from BlackRock because of what they were doing. Nikki Haley is now slobbering all over the guy. And Nikki Haley was the one who who said, she said it herself. I know this to be true. I checked with my stepson, Mr. Producer. And that is that Disney, she said, Disney can come to South Carolina while DeSantis is fighting Disney. She invites them to South Carolina. And I can go on and on. And it's not just her versus DeSantis or her versus Ramaswamy or her versus Trump. It's her versus us. Us. So you're seeing, if you were to ask Mitch McConnell who he likes, he'll like Nikki Haley. They'll all like Nikki Haley in Washington, D.C., the Republicans. That's who they're rallying around. Romney's rallying around her. BlackRock's rallying around her. Billionaires like this guy Griffin, whoever the hell he is in Florida, couldn't get out of New York fast enough, comes to Florida, didn't go to South Carolina. I wonder why. Hey, Griffin, why didn't you go to South Carolina, pal? Why didn't you go to New Jersey where Chris Christie's from? I've never liked Chris Christie, have I, Mr. Bidouf? Ever. I like Tim Scott a lot. Didn't know him very well. But I liked him. And one day he might make a great president, quite frankly, or a vice president. I knew, probably longer than the others, Mike Pence. But when Mike Pence started attacking millions and millions of supporters of former President Trump, which I thought was really his Fengali Mark Short, that was completely unnecessary, and it got him nowhere. Run on your record. You don't have to try and be a Christie. And so I didn't want anything to do with him. How many more people like that do we need? And it wasn't the Pence that I had known for decades. Ramaswamy wants to come on the program. We're going to try and get him on next week. Uh, We'll see what he has to say. We've invited Chris Christie. He won't come on. None of the others will come on. DeSantis offers to come on. We bring him on. If Haley wants to come on, she can come on. We invite Romney to come on. He never would come on. We invite Raskin to come on. He never wants to come on. We invited Bernie Sanders. Nope. Elizabeth Warren. Nope. Schumer. Nope. I want to engage with them. I want to debate them. I've got no problem with this. Nope. 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 So we get tired of asking. I think we even offered Thomas Friedman a couple times. Remember that response, Mr. Producer? Equivalent to what the communist Chinese would say. He didn't want to come on. Mark, it's because of you. I don't care. There's millions of you. 
but they didn't want to come on. And so they're not on by their own decision. I think a good debate with some of these people would be a good thing. I have the same issue on my Fox show, so I blow it off. I said, okay, fine. We'll bring you great guests. We'll get into heavy-duty substance. We'll do a long-form interview, which other shows don't do on any channel. I grew up watching these long-form interviews, and I loved them, and I learned a hell of a lot. And just to remind you, this Saturday, killer show, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific. Please set your DVR if you're planning on watching college TV or going out to college football, rather, or going out to dinner. Perfectly fine. But set the DVR so you can watch it. We have Stephen Miller on. And the opening statement is going to be an absolute 100% killer. Very, very important opening statement. On Saturdays, I'm doing these very important opening statements. And Sundays, too. But a lot of people still don't know we're there on Saturday. And Sunday, absolute killer lineup. We have Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, followed by Alan Dershowitz. Now, that's a fantastic show. And I know you're going to love that, too. Mr. Producer, for the signed copies, what is the link again, if you don't mind, so I can announce it if you'll look that up? Um, yeah, we're going to double check because I want to give you proper information here. Uh, yeah, that's it. Why don't we put it up there? Ladies and gentlemen, if you want last chance, really, in the next few weeks, last chance, because I know how these things sell out. A perfect hardback first edition, signed, limited edition copy of the Democrat Party Hates America. I encourage you to go now to levinsign.com. That's L-E-V-I-N-S-I-G-N-E-D, past tense, levinsign.com. You can get it on any of my social sites. We're going to plop it up there. Or if you have a bunch of kids or grandkids and you feel, you know what, I really got to educate them about what the hell's going on. And Thanksgiving is the perfect time, whether they're coming or going. Say, hey, by the way, Frank, yeah, take this with you. Check it out. Also a perfect Christmas gift, perfect Hanukkah gift. It's under 17 bucks. Seriously? It's still discounted, which is shocking to me. You can go to Amazon.com and get your copies there. Barnes & Noble did hurt us. And Hudson, the bookstore in the airports, hurt us. But Barnes & Noble hurt us uh, with their purposeful, intentional decision not to promote the book at the front of their store, in the vast majority of the stores. We have enough people out there who saw it. And in fact, the book was on the New York Times bestseller list, it refused to put them in the section where they put, oh, one, two, three, four, five, six, you know how they're bestseller. They never put it on that shelf. And we were lucky in most of their stores if they put it on any shelf, like the back shelf. And so they hoarded these books. They kept them in their back, either in their warehouse or in the back storage areas of the store. And now they'll return them to the publisher. But we had record sales at places like Walmart, Costco, Books a Million, BJ, Sam's Club. Um, I mean, to be honest with you, even uh, Target did a good job. All of these retail stores did a good job, except Barnes & Noble. And, you know, I used to love Barnes & Noble. I would go in there for three, four hours. There's one not too far from uh, 
from where I am now. It's a wonderful environment, but it's the people that's the problem. Isn't that always the case? Oh, that's a beautiful city, but the people suck. Well, that's kind of what's going on with management at Barnes & Noble. And Simon & Schuster, which has been nothing but gracious and supportive of everything I do, they couldn't really come to, you know, fists with Barnes & Noble because they have hundreds and hundreds of authors and they need Barnes & Noble. I don't need Barnes & Noble. I will never set my foot in another Barnes & Noble. I will never do another signing in another Barnes & Noble. And I would encourage many of you who like to shop for Hanukkah and Christmas and Barnes & Noble, try some other place. Why would you give your money to a place that hates your guts? Why? Uh, seriously. Those people didn't even read the book. They didn't like the title of the book. Why, why would you give your money to a, to a corporation like that? Now, I'm not leading any great boycott. I'm just, t- I'm just telling you. I'm trying to encourage you to check out other places that want to serve you, that don't look down at you as a customer. You go into Barnes & Noble. I'm not talking about the people necessarily at the cash register or where's the... I'm talking about the people you don't see. The cowards. And they lied through us throughout this process. They said it's a local decision. Well, it may have been local in some places, but it was also a corporate decision. Virtually every bookstore not doing the same thing. So you can go to Amazon.com, which has been unbelievable. Book is there. You get it tomorrow. It's less than 17 bucks. It's 45% off. What are you going to give? Oh, would you like some chocolates? How about some flowers? We can do that, but this is something that can change, literally change somebody's life. And again, if you want these special signed versions before they're sold out, and when they're sold out, I, I, people always complain, but I'm telling you now. LevinSigned.com. L-E-V-I-N-S-I-G-N-E-D.com. So my social sites, and go there, just even look at it. You'll see how beautiful it is. They do a fantastic job there, which is why I use them and nobody else. I'll be right back. Lovin. In today's digital age, where cyber threats loom larger than ever, safeguarding your personal information is paramount. So why is Congress considering a law that could put your credit card data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? This Durbin Marshall credit card bill could jeopardize your financial data, make it more susceptible to cyber intrusions. It's a controversial bill that proposes a shift in billions of dollars worth of consumer transactions to payment networks that lack the robust security measures consumers rely on. Who could possibly want that? Well, the answer, woke corporate megastores seeking to inflate their multi-billion dollar profit margins. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill will undermine our safe and convenient payment systems and endanger your data security. It's time to take a stand. Visit electronicpaymentscoalition.org. Make your voice heard. Tell your senators to oppose the radical Durbin Marshall credit card bill paid for by the Electronic Payments Coalition. These Democrat Trump-hating judges, they like to issue their orders on Fridays, but I'm here. 
The judge in Trump election interference case, writes NBC News, won't strike January 6 references from the indictment. A federal judge has rejected former President Trump's request to strike references to the violence at the Capitol on January 6 from his federal election interference indictment in a case that is set to go to trial in just over three months. You see, the judge is doing everything humanly possible to make it impossible for Trump to defend himself. She issued an unconstitutional gag order that may be upheld by two Obama and Biden judges, a three-judge panel, so it'll have to go to the Supreme Court. I hope they wake up and get involved. But you never know. There's only really three serious justices on that court. Trump sought to have certain passages struck from the indictment, which was returned in August on the grounds they would inflame the jury and create bias against him, even though he's not been charged with any crimes of violence. See, a normal judge would say you're right. That you're to be judged on the charges against you, not on events surrounding the charges that you have not been charged with. He hasn't been charged with insurrection. He hasn't been charged with treason. He hasn't been charged with any of those things. But U.S. District Judge Tanya Chutkin wrote in an order Friday that there was no risk of the indictment creating bias with the jurors because they're already biased as hell. Uh, I just added that. Because they will not be getting a copy of the actual indictment to refer to during deliberations. What if they ask for it, Judge? What are you going to do then? What if they go online and read it, Judge? What are you going to do then? You know what you're doing is sleazy, right? Right? I don't call you your honor, your dishonor. You know what you're doing is sleazy, right, your dishonor? And if she's right, then why not strike it anyway? Then it's superfluous anyway. She knows why, and so do I. The jury process will be able to weed out any potential jurors who have already read the indictment and have been exposed to the references to violence, she added. This is the uh, definition of a kangaroo court. When we come back, the definition of a second kangaroo court in New York. You're not going to believe this. This clown, this state-elected Democrat hack judge. I'll be right back. You know, sleep, especially as you get older, is so critical, especially that deep, comforting sleep. Go to helixsleep.com, H-E-L-I-X sleep.com, and take the sleep quiz. I took it and was matched to the Midnight Lux. Helix knows that everyone's unique, so they have several different mattress models to match your body type and sleep preferences. Once you match, your mattress comes right to your door, shipped for free. They have a 10-year warranty. And Helix even has financing options and flexible payment plans. So a great night's sleep is never far away. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. So go to helixsleep.com slash Levin. H-E-L-I-X sleep.com slash L-E-V-I-N. And use code HelixPartner20. That's HelixPartner20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long, folks. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Mark Levin, the research arm of conservative media. Call in now, 877-381-3811. All right, we're going to take a few calls here. What? What's a call? Yeah, we're going to take some calls. 
Let us start with Roy, Lafayette, Oregon, the great KUFO. How are you, Roy? I'm fair to meddle, and how are you? Very well. Thank you, sir. I wanted to call, and this is the second time I've called. The first time I got a hold of your answering person. This right. time I came through, and I want to I, – I, words won't express how – much I admire, appreciate, and rely upon your truth three hours a day, five days a week. Wow. I'm so, so appreciative, Roy. Thank you, my friend. You and I share a similar background. I started writing for my hometown newspaper when I was 12 years old. Really? You're like a I Ben Shapiro. Be a, I wanted to be a newspaper reporter. Mm-hmm. And I, my high school journalism teacher, I skipped the second grade, took mm-hmm. it upon herself as a 12-year-old freshman to have me start writing color on the sports activities at the high school for 10 cents a column inch. Isn't that amazing? I went down to pick up my paycheck on a Saturday, and the receptionist said, Mr. Dobbs wants to see you. I said, where is he? She said, right behind you. He was six foot five years old, six foot five inches tall, 65 years old. He was the dean of the newspaper weekly editors in Washington State. He was standing in his office behind his desk. He says, come in behind me, behind the desk. I went and looked at the top of the desk. He'd clipped all my stories, and it looked like he bled on them. And he looks down at me, and he says, you're stealing from me. I said to him, what do you mean I'm stealing from you? He says, you're padding your stories. He says, I want you to tighten up your writing. I want you to use more exacting words. Mark, we live in a day and an age where people don't care about anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. And Seems to be. I went well, on Roy, I, I, I want to thank you. Fascinating story. You're a wonderful job. Mr. Producer, we have any books left? Let's give some books away. I'm in a good mood. Roy, don't hang up. We're going to send you a signed copy of The Democrat Party Hates America. Really wonderful. Thank you, sir. Let's go to Curtis, New York City in New York. On WABC, Curtis is gone. All right, let's go to Joe, Trenton, New Jersey. Same neighborhood. How are you? Hi, Mark. How you doing? Good. Uh, let's lift up. Mark, there you go. Prime Minister Netanyahu, he's got to get the job done to the very end. Israel's been the anchor country into the Abraham Accords, and if he gets the job done, there's that great possibility that they could start up again because they got a man who they know they could count on. But here's the problem. They have a, an ally, so-called in us, who rejects the Abraham Accords, who burned up the neighborhood, who's funding the enemy. They're stubborn as hell, and they won't, they won't move off course. They believe what they did in Afghanistan is perfectly fine. They believe what they're doing in Ukraine, where those people are not permitted to win, is perfectly fine. They believe what they're doing on the southern border is perfectly fine. We are dealing with very evil and very stupid people. 
And that's why my advice to the Israelis over there and to their leadership is to the best of your ability, whatever Joe Biden tells you to do, do the opposite. Because he's destroying America and he will destroy Israel. He will. All right, Joe, don't hang up. You get a free copy of the Democrat Party Hates America signed by me, myself and I. Still one signature. Curtis is back. New York City. Curtis, go right ahead, please. Here, I am here. Uh, right Mark Lewin, it's an honor to speak, to speak with you. Um, I you. read your book, or rather, I listened to the audio version of it. Um, and I, I want to say that if most voters were to read your book before they vote next year, the country would be saved. I Honestly, you're very, very sweet, but it's not going to happen because we've sold over 300,000 copies. And if we get to 400,000, that's going to be about it. And there's millions and millions of voters. I was hoping, seriously, again, I'm not patting myself on the head. I don't need the money. I was hoping that this would get out like one of Thomas Paine's pamphlets and pe- people who are Democrats or people who are, are uh, conservatives but can speak to other people from the basis of this book that the message will get out big, big time, but it's not going to happen. So, uh, but I want to thank you. I appreciate it very, very much. And don't hang up. You're going to get a signed copy. The Democrat Party Hates America. And by the way, if, you've, if somebody has one already, you can always give it to somebody else. Let's keep going. Wonderful callers. Dennis, Columbia, South Carolina, the great WVOC. Dennis, how are you, sir? Just fine, just fine. I May I ask a you a question before you uh, comment, just briefly? Can you name five things your former governor did in South Carolina, Nikki Haley? Uh, no, I can't name one thing. She's, plus, she's a weak person. She's the last I wouldn't vote for unless that's it's, all we It's got. just amazing. I ask people from South Carolina, and so now somebody will do a deep dive, and they should. But I'm not seeing it. She's not talking about it. Her commercials aren't running it. The media flax who are now fronting for her, nothing. The billionaires backing her, they don't know uh, anything. None of us do. Go right ahead anyway. Yeah, just a couple of quick things. One is I wish you'd think about in your television show having Reverend Hagee and a rabbi on there. Well, well I a, had Reverend Hagee on two weeks ago. Well, with Maybe it was three. Well, I don't put two guests on at the same time. I want to hear from one at a time. Well, anyway, uh, have somebody in there talk with the Hebrew Bible about the prophecies, what's going on today in a, in a okay, map. Listen, I'm not, I, a Sunday, there are plenty of people who do that and who know a heck of a lot more than I do. All right, let me go to two other things quick. One is Obama wants um, um, Iran to have a bomb, and he knows that Egypt and um, Saudi Arabia is going to build one. The next thing, um, I don't know why he'd want it. The next thing is when Obama was going out of office, um, Iran stopped one of our boats, and uh, the captain said, I wasn't in Iran, and they fired a captain, and Obama gave Iran gold and a bunch of cash. That's Um, right. Well, thank you for your call. Don't hang up. We're going to give you a signed copy of The Democrat Party Hates America. Thank you, my friend. Let's continue. Toby Conway, Arkansas, the great K-A-R-N, home of our dear friend Tom Cotton. That is Arkansas. Go right ahead. Hey, Mark. How are you doing tonight? Good. Thank you. 
I, I just wanted to get your opinion on what we Americans can do as our government sits here and supports and funds terrorism in the Middle East. I mean, I, I'm a, a war veteran from the Iraqi war, and I thought that was what I was over there to do is to bring peace and freedom to that area. And here we are funding terrorism, the same people we were fighting against. You're 100% right. He's giving tens of billions of dollars, directly and indirectly, to the people who are murdering our soldiers and maiming them, as you well know. And the what needs to be done, he can't be charged with a crime. He needs to be impeached. But we have like a handful of Republicans that don't want to go there. Well, the, fa- the fact is, it's really the only way to deal with somebody like this. I don't think Biden is simply demented. I think I'm starting to think he's a lunatic. He's a lunatic to be giving this kind of money to the enemy. They warn us about terrorism. This is the main country funding terrorism. And we know it can be stopped because Donald Trump put his foot on their throat. And Joe Biden is uh, feeding them grapes. Thank you. Don't hang up. We're going to get you a copy of the Democrat Party Hates America signed. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Have you gotten your letter from the IRS yet? These last few years have not been easy on the American family. And with tax season finally arriving, there'll be millions of hardworking people and businesses that could struggle even more due to the IRS working against them. Well, America First Tax Group can help put an end to your worries. Just one phone call to 800-806-1299. Hello, 800-806-1299. And you'll be in touch with the America First Tax Group, a full-service tax company that'll fight the IRS and help put you on the path to financial freedom. Their experts can help you or your business with any tax-related problems you may have, from dealing with your back taxes to granting you access to tax relief and much more. Don't wait. Get in touch with America First Tax Group today by calling 800-806-1299. That's 800-806-1299 or AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Levin. Again, 800-806-1299 or AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com. Dot com slash L-E-V-I-N. There's some pretty nasty actors out there, and that's the nature of this business, I'm afraid, who pretend they want to know about my kids. I want to tell you about our kids. Our kids. I want to tell you about Lauren, Chase, David, and Jenna. God has blessed us with four brilliant, decent, moral, hardworking young men and women. And we could not be prouder of them. They are smart. They engage. They believe in this country. They love this country. And in the end, That's what it's all about when you're parents. People want to know about my kids. Now you know. Publish that. I couldn't be prouder of them. We could not be prouder of them. Just fantastic. And our grandkids too. A niece, nephew. Just fantastic. We are blessed. As parents and grandparents in my family, we are blessed. We go to America every Friday. 
in honor of you. Here we go. without life, liberty, and Levin. Well, one day you'll find out. I can't do it forever. But now it's Saturday and Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, both nights. If you don't think you'll be able to watch or you're not sure, set your DVR right now. We have a fantastic couple of shows for you. I do them just for you. We salute our armed forces, police officers, firefighters, emergency personnel. We salute our truckers. We salute the freedom fighters all over the world. Good night, Spritey, Griffey, Pepsi, and Zelda. Good night, Smokey, Gigi, Indy. 
Good night, Patton and Rory and Marty and Barney. We miss you greatly. Good night, Dad, Mom, Leo, Joe. And good night, America. America.